Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Coffee Run Live episode 500. I feel like we should have streamers falling from the sky. I feel like I should have my, uh, what do they call the, um, the cheerleader things with all the streamers up? Pom-poms. I feel like I should have pom-poms and there should be backup dancers and all of the things happening. But alas, we don't. So, we're going to do this in Good Morning Linda in the best, most awesomest way that we can. So here's what we're gonna do. I want you to put one hand out in front of you, put the other hand out in front of you and clap your sweet, sweet ass off. Hey Sandy, thank you so much for coming along to play, for being a part of this community and for most of all, for taking in the stuff that I say and going and doing something with it because here's the thing that we know. Information for the sake of information is a big fat waste of, well, it can make you feel good. It's not a big fat waste of time, but it can kind of make you feel like it's a big, a bit of a waste of time. Now, a couple of things that I want to let you know, I have got, I've been sitting on something for the last few days. Thank you, Nicole. So great to see you. I've been sitting on something for the last few days and I've been itching to get to you in a, sounds a bit awkward, hang on, I haven't really, I haven't been itching, but I've been itching to share this with you. So I thought I'm gonna do that really quickly. And then what I want to do is throw it open to you guys. If you've got any questions for me, I would love to answer them for you. And there have been a couple of things that have actually come up in some of the different trainings that I've been doing this week and conversations with clients about coming up with prolific content, which I know I am the queen of all of the words. So, um, we're going to do that. So one of the things that I wanted to unleash for you today that is going to be so ridiculously fun, amazing, insightful is unapologetic as fuck. Now, I was thinking about where people have been at this week and, and over the last few months and the conversations I've been having are that people have been feeling a little bit like, Ugh. And what they've told me is that they felt like they really needed a reset. So one of the things that I wanted to talk with you about, hi, Chrissy, great to see you. So good to see you. Wow, 500, you remember day one. Oh my God, it feels like such a long time ago. So the thing with Unapologetic is we're going to work through a physical reset, an energy reset, a mindset reset, everything that you need, business reset to get you activated to get you pumping stuff out in a really grounded, fun, aligned, energized, fabulous way. Now, I've got to let you know, it's like 77 bucks for the seven days, 177 if you want to go VIP, and it is going to be the best thing that you ever do this year, maybe not the best thing, one of the best things that you ever do this year, if you've been looking for a really kind of like a, a bit of a kick in the ass, but also a way to really release a lot of the tension that we've had this year and, and that angst and that uncertainty and all that kind of thing. So what, what I know to be true is this, is that if we can release all of that and get you into this place where you're just like, you know what? I know that there is shit going on in the world and, and all of this stuff is, it can be completely crazy, it can be really overwhelming. Coming back to you, remembering who you are, what you're here to say and doing that in the most you way humanly possible, the most unapologetic way 
humanly possible is going to be really, really helpful. So jump in on that. The comment, the the, the comment has got the, the link in there. Get your butts in there. We will be starting that on the 19th of October. I've got a couple of extra surprises up my sleeve for the early adopters because you guys are badasses. Not that every everyone is a badass, but the early adopters who are like, freaking $77, I am so in, that's insane. Uh, I wanna reward you. So I've got a couple of other surprises up my sleeve for that. So that is that. Uh, any questions on that, make sure you let me know. The thing that I was asked earlier this week that made me kind of really think was how do I, the, the question was, how do you keep coming up with new things to say? Because, and it's a really, I think it's a valid question, right? I don't know what you think about with with your content creation and, and with your blogs or with your, with your things, uh, with your live streams, or I'm assuming that you're doing your blogging and your live streaming. And if you're not, you need to, because the world needs you. But let's assume that you are, you know, some of the things that I guess that can feel a bit challenging sometimes is coming up with new things to say, right? Coming up with new ways of explaining things. And I was actually just talking about this on a, um, on a mastermind call that I was running earlier today. And the, the question was like, do you ever kind of find that you need a, a, do you ever kind of get not excited about your stuff? And I said, well, yeah, actually, you know, I, I do. And coming up with new ideas for, for things to say can can be quite challenging if I'm all up in my head, right? So if I, before I jumped on today, if I was sitting here going like, oh my God, what am I going to say today? What am I going to share? And, and kind of what happens in my body, like physically, is I'll go, yeah, like, what am I going to say? What am I going to talk about? I know how many people are going to show up. Is everyone, is anyone going to come on? I hope the people are celebrating with me. We're going to 500. Oh, but what am I going to talk about? Then what that does for me is that it kind of shuts off the, the flow. And I guess like that's, that's one thing, right? I don't generally sit there going like, oh my God, what am I going to talk about? Because in my head, what I like to always come back to is like, I'll, I'll reframe it. And it's like, all right, so what are the people need to hear today? What are, what are the, what do you guys need to hear today? And Usually what I've done before we, we jump on the coffee run is I've spent some very good quality time with my journal. So coming up with new ideas for content is not hard, right? And more often than not, I, would, I was talking about this in the free training yesterday. More often than not, what we actually need is just a topic that is a, a bit inspiring to you or a bit exciting or a little bit kind of like, yeah, I can talk about that. Something that's going to uh, like light up that, that fire, that passion that, that you have for what it is that you do. But if you haven't got to that point yet, you know, a, a lot of you I know are slowly building up your visibility, you're building up your confidence to get out there. Maybe you're not quite sure if it's working or you haven't seen the payoff for it yet and, and whatever else the, the case might be. And so the thing that I come back to before, before I get out there and I start creating all of this stuff is I, I work on a framework. And so the very first thing that you need to do is remember that if you're going to go out there and if you are going to create content and you are going to be prolific about it, we know that momentum is going to grow a lot faster for you, right? If, you, if you've got this consistency and if you're out there and if you're doing it. And, but 
you've got to make sure that you're solving people's problems along the way, right? So the the thing is like, if you're sitting there and you're like, oh my God, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to say it. What am I going to say? What if I lose my words? You know, really got to come back to first and foremost, you remembering who the heck you are. Now, you you know that all of you all of you in here I have I, there's a, a bunch of you in here and I can't see all of your names. Sandy was the last person to comment. So, you know when you get caught up in your head, it's really important to come back to here and go. Hang on a second, who am I? And like you will say, and I encourage you all to say this out loud. Not my name. I'm going to say my name because my name is my name. You will say your name. My name. Uh, I am Nicola Morass. Right, and so you will say, "I am Sandy Cooper." You will say, "I am Chrissy Marie." You will say whatever your your first name, last name is, and remembering who you are, creating that space for the confidence to come back into you and go. You know what? This is who I am. Of course, I know what it is that I need to say today, and bang, like that will. I can almost guarantee that it works one hundred percent of the time. I will say like ninety nine percent of the time. Who are you? But generally, sitting there, sitting there with your like your your brow furrowed. I can't do that very well because Botox, Botox for the win. Um, furrowed brow, like went right over, being like, you know, my name is Nicola Barras, and I know what to say today. It doesn't really kind of work, right? So if you're in that really frustrated state, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling pissed off, you're feeling anxious. You're feeling like the 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 words aren't going to come out, then they're probably not going to come out, right? So you've got to change the way that you are first and foremost. Remember who you are. I am Nicola Morass. You can even throw in a swear word in the middle there if you want. You can throw in a queen of the internet. You can throw in the queen of whatever it is that you do or the king of whatever it is that you do. Do something to really shift the feeling that you've got in your body and get out of your head and come back down and into your core. Because once you've got that, you're going to feel more confident. And then what you can do is go, all right, so what do the people need to hear today? That's what you can ask for yourself. Now, something that I have sitting right here with me, and I'll show you this. Hang on a second. Oh, we're, we're really close. Look how close we are. I can even, I can talk more quietly when you're right up over here. Hang on a second. All right. So what I've got over here is what I call my web of awesome. And it's really freaking awesome. It is so awesome. But you can see in here that uh, this is a rare look at the inside behind the curtain of the literal things that I have around me. So I'm highly visual, right? Oops, driving over. I'm reversing in my chair and driving over um, shit on the floor. So I'm highly visual. So I really need to have things nice and close. Like, so I, I sit here working away on my computer and I have this over at my left hand side. And so what I'll, what I'll do is I will literally do what I tell you to do. So this is my four step process for helping people become visible and step into the spotlight. The first thing that you need to do down over here is work on your confidence. You can see that on that sticky note there. The next thing that you need to do is you need to know who your audience is and you need to be able to connect with them. If you can't connect with your audience, like you might as well stop doing what you're doing because it's not going to freaking work. Then down over here, this is the amplify 
section and this is where we really step into the rock star version of you and and create your own intellectual property and yada 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 we work on your platforms and stuff and then up and over here it's all about creating massive impact so for me oh that is very close isn't it <laughs> so for me what i will what i will literally do is like hang on a second if i get caught up in my head it's like hang on who am I? I am Nicola fucking Morass and I am a badass, right? Like that's what, that's the way that I'll talk to myself. I am Nicola Morass. I am a total badass. And sometimes it takes me saying that with absolute certainty a few times out loud and in my head in order to feel like I can't get to that spot. And then I'll say, okay, in my, in my head, I'll say, so what do the people need to hear today? So this is on the topic of coming up with creating, of, of uh, you know, how to create content, new fresh content every day. And um, what I'll sometimes do if I haven't got an idea that springs to mind, or if I haven't got a client who I've been talking to that's inspired me to to share some of the things that we were discussing, and not like very privately, obviously. Um, but something that came up for them, then what I'll do is I'll look straight over at my web of awesome. And in my web of awesome, I've got everything in there. I've got so many problems that you guys have. They're all documented and allocated to a particular quadrant. So all I need to do is look over here and go, oh my gosh, like, so I wonder if people feel like they're shouting into the, the black void of social media and that nobody's hearing them. Like I'll go and talk about that. Or I might talk about how to, how to um, have peak performance so that you can create massive impact. I might look at, oh my God, social media is so noisy. How do I stand out? What platforms do I use? How do I theme my stuff? Um, what's my point of difference? I might talk about imposter syndrome or what are you wear? Or like, I'm just so busy or am I really good enough? Or what about all of the other competition? Or what if they can't hear me? How do I know it's being relevant? How do I get to the next level? So all of that, those things that I just reeled off are in my web of awesome over here. And so for me, if I always come back and start a framework first, first and foremost, create a framework. And the way that I can create that framework is about knowing who my niche and who my audience is. And this is what you need to do for yourself. You need to, yes, you've got to be confident and all of that kind of thing. But if you're going to go out there and you're going to create content daily and I'm going to share, I, like when you guys hit your milestones of, of your live streams, can you please come back and let me know before you hit your milestones so that I can be live on that live stream with you? I would love to celebrate with you. When you hit the 20, when you hit the 50, when you hit the 100, when you hit the 500, when you hit the 1,000, you know, I would love to be on there and celebrate and cheer you on because that is no mean feat, let me tell you. And it takes commitment and it takes discipline. And there are some days, this is another question I had, are there days where you don't want to do it? Uh, hell yeah. But that's, that's kind of like... Um, uh, one of the little, like the, the, the devil that can kind of sit on your shoulder, right? Like if you've got the devil and the angel sitting on your shoulder, I don't like using the word devil. Um, it's like the critic, uh, the critic and the muse that the, the critic or that negative voice will say, well, like what if nobody shows up? Like if you're not really feeling it, maybe you shouldn't do it. Um, you know, follow your feelings. And uh, like, while that might be true, maybe like some of the time, most of the time, it is a bunch of bullshit. 
Let's be honest. You know, anybody, no matter, like, unless you've got your head in a toilet bowl and you're vomiting up and you're, you know, you're exploding out your back end or whatever, you know, that's a pretty good excuse or a pretty good reason to not show up and do a live stream because ain't nobody wants to see or like be with you while you're doing that. But, you know, any other reason, really, it doesn't matter whether you're out and about, whether you're at the store, whether you're at a coffee shop, whether you're down the river, whether you're at the ocean, whether you're sitting at your desk, whatever, there is something I can promise you that there is something that you can create a piece of content around. And, and it's always there if you're allowing yourself to be open for it. And if you're allowing yourself to just kind of go, get out of your own way. And I started listening to a book today and it's called, oh shit, what's it called? Um, the, oh, uh, poo, hang on. Hang on one second. It's surrender. What is it called? Surrender. Um, oh my Lord, where's my Audible account? Here we go. Let me tell you, because it's really cool. Um, oh, The Surrender Experiment. So by Michael Singer. I'm only like two chapters in, so I can't give you my, um, like my full analysis of it yet because I've only listened to the first half hour. But what I thought was really interesting was this. He was talking about the words in, in your head. Now, I've, I've spoken to you guys for years, actually, about how I have full conversations in my head with this voice in my head. And it's, it's always my voice. It's not someone else's voice. And no, I'm not possessed. Uh, maybe I am. No, I'm not. Um, I'm not really. I'm, I'm possessed by awesomeness. Let's, let's roll with that. Um, the thing that I'll have sometimes, and, and this happens, I noticed it while I was working out this morning. And I'm working out, and I'm doing my, the, my hip raises and the, all the things that I was doing, the, the leg lifts and stuff, the butt, the, the squishing of the buttness. And um, I was like, oh man, I'm so tired. Like, but I didn't say it out loud, and it, but it, was, it sounded like the voice was saying, oh, I'm so tired. And, and, and Michael Singer was talking about these voices in our heads in, in the start of this book. And it's really interesting because that voice is bullshit, right? I, yeah, I'm tired, but I'm still strong. And, and if I was like, you need to be quiet, then the voice goes away and I tell myself something different. So when you're showing up or you're committing to showing up in your marketing and social media, for your visibility, for your blogging, for your trainings, whatever, for your, for your workouts, in your relationship, for dinner, with your kids, whatever, be aware of the, the voice that's jibber jabbering away because most of the time it is unfreaking helpful. So if you're sitting there going like, oh my God, I've got nothing to say, is that is that is that actually true? Because most likely it's not. And what we've got to come back to, and this is kind of like this unapologetic bit, right? One of the photos that um, that I'm going to use, you'll start to see it as I as I launch it out over the and promote it over this next week. It's like I'm sitting there with my sunglasses on looking very cool, of course, with my, you know, my long blonde hair before it was shaved off. I'm sitting there with my fingers up, just kind of like, screw you. And that's not to you, but screw you to the voices in my head. Screw you to the naysayers. I'm going to show up and I'm going to be unapologetic about what I have to say, how I have to say it, the way that I say it, the stories that I tell, the words that I use and everything like that. You know, I was chatting with my husband this morning as we're, we're going on our morning power walk. And he's like, 
wow, like how, how was your morning? And cause I, I'm up at five or just before five o'clock um, in the morning getting ready and um, right, I, I run a grouped call at 6 a.m. And then after that's done, we'll go for a walk. And he said, oh, so how was your morning? I said, oh, it was, it was really good. Carmen was on, we had a great chat. It was, it was really fantastic. And I said, like I had, I had a chance to actually start writing my blog. And he goes, oh my God, Nicola your blogs are so long and then he's gone you know on social media when I when I see it in my feed it goes on forever and I'm like yep and so what it's like unapologetic right unapologetic I am the person who was told as a kid that I, I if I just stopped talking I would probably get somewhere and it's my jibber jabbering and it's the talking and it's the way that I do it that helps get the message across to you guys it's the thing that makes me me and and i had to really resolve the, the like that this inner conflict around well you know i i got told that i i speak too much that i'm too chatty that i use too many words that i don't breathe um that i could speak underwater with a mouthful of marbles which is probably true uh, you know, all of these things that I interpreted at some point in time to be bad and wrong and not okay. I remember at the age of 19, uh, I, I started working for Westpac and one of my managers at the time, I was, I was so, you know, I look back at the 19 year old version of me and man, I must have been really irritating to some people in the sense that I was so eager to learn and, and I've always been like this, right? Always so eager to just like, I, I, if I'm in and if I'm learning something, I, I am in, you get me boots and all. Like I, I like, I love being fully immersed and my brain is like a sponge and I'm sure you guys are really similar. But what I found at the age of 19, I started working in a, in a suburban branch and I loved it. I was a teller. I got to count money and talk to people all day. I'm like, best job ever. And um, I was like, right, I can, I, I think I can climb the, the ladder, you know, here. I think I can, I, I, I was ambitious. I, I was so eager to, to learn and to do more and to understand more. And so I was transferred into the relief team, which meant that I was working more in the city. And I remember one day I had been, not one day, I remember for a period of time, I was seconded to working in, the, in one of the main branches in the city in Adelaide um, for maybe about that period of, I reckon, three months from, from memory. And so I would go in and I'm bright and bubbly like I always am and, and always have been and just eager. So I would get my work done and then I would be asking you know, what, what else can I do? What else can I help with? Do you want some filing done? Like I just, just keep me busy. The worst possible thing. I think that the very, if you wanted to torture me, you wouldn't need to use bamboo skewers underneath my fingernails. You wouldn't need a water torture me. You waterboard me. If you wanted to torture me, give me a space where I can't do anything right? Where I get bored. And that is torture for me. I like to be learning. I like to be doing stuff. I, I like to, I like to be helpful. And so I was always like, you know, what else do you need done? What else do you need done? And, uh, I, I think that that might have got a little bit boring for people at, at some point because I think it highlighted and I was really efficient and quick at what I was doing as well. Right. And so it was kind of like, this is, uh, this is, this is interesting. So I was, 
you know, I, I learned because I, I kept getting pushback to sort of not keep asking. And, and you might think that that's just, you know, using your emotional intelligence or whatever. But to me, it was, it was not, that was not what it was. So then one day, um, you know, where I, I stopped asking all the people if they wanted all of the help. And um, I remember just kind of like joking with some of the other staff members that were there. And I am, you, you guys know me, I think well enough by now, I have 500 episodes in. I think I'm wildly hilarious. And I tell the best dad jokes and I think they're hilarious. And we can jam. Like if, 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 you're, if you're someone who loves a pun, I can pun back and forth for hours, like as if my life depended on it. I think I'm incredibly punny. See, see what I did there? And and like my, my kids and I do it all the time. My dad and I do it all the time. I've got certain clients that, that are similar and will like just pun back and forth, pun back and forth. So anyway, and this particular day uh, I was in, I was in the, the, one of the main branches in the city and I said, I don't know, I must have told a joke or probably done a, did a pun or whatever. And my manager came up and she said, oh, Nicola, I, you know, I, I need to have a word with you in the office. I've gone, okay, cool, no worries. And, and I knew that I'd done nothing wrong, right? I'd done my job. I was nice and pleasant to the customers. I always balanced. It was, it was great. So off we go into the office and I didn't know what was coming. I said, oh, have a seat. I'm going, okay, cool. And, and I was thinking, in my view of the world, I was thinking, so I was 20 at the time for, at, at this point, I was thinking, I, oh, I hope she's going to offer me a full-time position, right? Because I'd been, I'd been doing all the things, I'd been proactive in, in trying to find things to do, I was eager to learn, and I was thinking, oh, wow, like, this is really cool, maybe I'm going to get offered a permanent position here, like, this is going to be the best thing ever, and she sat me down and she said, Nicola, I've, I've, I need to have a conversation with you. I said, okay. She said, nobody finds your jokes funny. Nobody thinks you're funny. You just need to stop telling them and you just need to focus on doing your job. Stop being so funny. Stop laughing so much. You need to be a bit more serious. And I've just gone like, what? <laughs> you could have. You could have freaking knocked me over with a feather. I was, it doesn't sound, maybe it doesn't sound like that much of a big deal to you now. And you know, we're, we're 20 years down the track, but it was such a huge thing for me because I had learned at that point that to be accepted and to belong, I had to push my personality down. I had to pretend to be someone that I was not. And this is where the unapologetic piece comes in. This is where I had to, it took me a really long time, right? Of being in, in my business, in this business, to be okay with being myself and going, you know what? Yes, most days I have many, 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 many words. And you know, I've got a million words to spend a day and you don't get any change and you know, you, you, you get more the next day if you don't spend them all. So I'm like, I've got a million words to spend and I'm going to make sure that they're of value. And to me, one of the best things about being unapologetic is really just going, you know what? There are going to be some people who don't like it and that's totally fine. Each to their own. That's fine. I'm not their person. That's cool. There are so many people out there that can go out and, and help you. That's ace. That's awesome. But also being able to come back to you and standing with absolute certainty and you remembering who you are 
what you're all about and knowing who it is that you're talking to because here's the beautiful thing that I have seen happen time and time and time again over the years. The more I step into this, the more I see my clients step into this. And the more I see my clients step into this, the more lives they get to change, the more lives you get to influence, the more lives you get to have a positive experience with, and the more people you get to help. And that, I think, has got to be the, the best that is like the best feeling in the world. Knowing that I have like gone through that shit. I'm like, no more, no more girlfriend. Like I'm, that's it. Light in the sand. I'm going to be who I am come hell or high water. And if you don't like it, that's fine. And if you do like it, that's even better. But then what that does is that it helps you to go out there and be even more you knowing that you are going to magnetize to you your ideal hot coal clients, the people that you would walk over hot coals for, the people that you love, the people that you want to help, the people you want to serve and therefore have the impact that you want to create and have in this world. And I just think that that's really important, but it can be hard to get to that point. Because along the way, and that's why I created Unapologetic, along the way, we've decided that there are certain rules around how we should be, around who we should be, around what we should do, around the way that we should do it. And quite frankly, a lot of those rules are complete bullshit. And they are this little voice in your head, this little critic in your head, but often we don't realize that it's there until like we actually stop and pay attention to it, right? And and then we want to do something about it. So I'm really excited to, to have you guys in Unapologetic. We start on the 19th of October. We run live for seven days. It is going to rock your world. And it's like 77 bucks. So, you know, you would be mad to miss out on that. What else did I want to talk to you about today? Oh, um, that's the other thing. So around this idea of creating content, a lot of the time... And, and I did this exercise with a group of people yesterday, really awesome group of people yesterday. And we did this exercise around where I wanted, I got them all to sit down and you can do this because this will be really helpful for you. It's three steps. It's really quick. I want you to take some time to sit down with a piece of paper, uh, an A4 piece of paper, not dissimilar to like this that I've ripped out of my noodle. And you'll draw a line straight down the middle. And on the left-hand side, it will actually look like this, right? Except this is not A4. On the left-hand side, I want you to draw a, a, right, a P up the top or a sad face at the top. On the right-hand side of your page, put a smiley face or a, a G for goals, right? So P for problems on the left and a sad face. And on the right-hand side, put a smiley face with a, a G for goals. And I want you to sit down and I want you to do this for you, right? I want you to sit down and work out, actually write down and be really honest, more honest than you have ever been in your whole entire life. I want you to write down what all of your problems are. What are your challenges? What are your stress points? What are the things that, that what are the little, the little cockroaches that run through your head? Like what's the self, like the negative stuff? What's the self-talk that you've got going on? What are you telling yourself? What is that? What is that critic saying to you? Are they saying that you're not good enough, that everybody else is actually really better than you? That who are you? Like what makes you think that you're going to stand out? What makes you think that people would buy from you when there's a hundred other people in the industry? What makes you think that, 
uh, people are going to come to your event versus going to this other person's event. What's all the stuff that, and it might be about business, it might be about money, it might be about relationships, it might be about your health, it doesn't really matter. Just sit down and, and write out all of the things. And, and we don't very often do this because we're really fucking awesome at reframing our stuff and going, oh yeah, but that's not true. And But if, it, if it's rattling around in your head, it actually has been true. So what are all the problems that you've got? What are the challenges, the stresses, the, the negative Nancy's that live inside your brain? What have they been saying? Write them all down for me. And it could be like how you're feeling, what you're seeing, what you're telling yourself. Okay, so what you might be seeing is like nothing's working. You might put that down. It doesn't matter what I do. Nobody responds on social media. Like I could, I could go and do a, a live stream that goes for three hours and no one freaking comments or nobody sees it or nobody likes it. No one shares it. Nobody interacts. Whatever, I don't know. Like whatever it might be for you, get it all down. And then on the right hand side, I want you to project yourself into the future, 12 months into the future. And imagine that everything has worked out exactly the way that you wanted it to. And imagine that we're sitting having a champagne. Wherever it is that you live, let's imagine that we're in the, the best, most amazing place that we could possibly be. And we've got the, the most amazing champagne that we are sharing, like not glasses, because we won't share glasses, but we can share a bottle of champagne. And we're sharing this glass of champagne, a bottle of champagne. And you're telling me about all of the amazing things that have happened to you in the last 12 months, the goals that you've achieved, the, the freedom you have, choice, whatever it is, money, clients, impact, results, whatever it is. It might be the new house that you're living in. It might be how hot and steamy your relationship is now, how amazing your kids are. You, know, you might have the, the body from you know the centerfolds. I don't know, like whatever it happens to be. What are all of the amazing things? Get them all on the right-hand side. And what this is going to show you is a, a, a gap between where you are now and really where you want to be. The thing that happens is this. When you then start thinking about your niche, your audience, your hot cold clients, the people that you want to connect to on, on, online in, in your marketing and in your communications, you will start, you will actually see a bit of a pattern. And, and this happens 99% of the time where you'll go, all right, so I'm going to start thinking about my niche now. And we go, we snap back into, oh, okay. So is it, is it a man or a woman? Are they, how old are they? Do they have children? Stop that. I want you to go back and actually have a look at your piece of paper. And you will probably find that the person that you've written about on here is also your ideal audience. Okay. So if you think about it, if you do all of this on paper, and then you're sitting there and you're like, oh my God, like what the heck am I going to say today? And you go, okay, so who is my audience? Instead of going into, hmm, all right, I've got to think about something serious to talk about or whatever, you can just go and have a look at this and go, all right, well, if I'm feeling like that, what would I be saying to me? What do I need to hear today? And, and often the audience that you want to help is quite often a version of you, not all the time, but quite often a version of you maybe 12 months ago, three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, before you knew what you know now. So that will give you, like your, your brain holds, your mind, your imagination holds all of the content that you could possibly want to create. So you've got your framework, first of all, that I'd suggest that you, that you create around what the problems are of your audience, you know who they are, you know how to position, you know how to create impact. Get all of your framework worked out 
and then you've got the formal, the formal authority-based content ready to go. And then you've also got the, this other strategy of basically talking to yourself <laughs> through your content, right? And that's going to resonate and attract and magnetize people who are really possibly similar to you into your world that you can help and impact. And, and that's how, you, how I create content. That's literally how I create content. A lot of the time, the stuff that I'll be creating or, or writing about are things that I've worked through or things that I needed to hear or things that I've talked about with clients or stuff that you guys have brought up with me that I'm like, oh my gosh, well, if you've asked me that, I know that you know somebody else is gonna ask me that, so pff, let's go. So I trust that that's helpful. Let me know if it has been, please and thank you. I would very much appreciate it. And please join me in celebrating and cheering. And I would love if you can share this 500th episode uh, out into the internet. If you felt that it's been of value, I would be very grateful for the sharing of it, which I never ask you guys to do. Um, make sure you comment, give me some love. Let me know that this has been helpful for you. Uh, and here's to another 500. My virtual, um, I can share it like i can cheers you with a you are fucking awesome mug or the world is ready for your brand of awesome let's pretend that we're we're cheersing yay to 500 Woo! now i feel like a dickhead <laughs> here's to another 500 all right i can't wait to welcome you into unapologetic the link as i said is in the comments if you are re listening to this in the audio versions the link is in the show notes have a really fantastic, awesome, and really amazing weekend. I cannot wait to see the milestones that you guys come up with and what you create. And I just can't wait to see you get out there and, and be more visible and, and just help the people that you're here to help. So my friends, get out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it. And remember that the world is ready for your brand of awesome. You rock. I'll see you, if not before, I'll see you Monday. Bye.